<laughs> Did that move your meter? <laughs> Myself a real good time playing Commander, and the games will go in my favor. Yeah, I'm kicking your ass, big low and trombly. You can't hmm. stop me now. You can't stop me because I'm having a good time kicking oh, both okay. of your asses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so um, is, is queen there you go i know that having a good time uh don't stop me now all right good job you got queen <laughs> the, the funny thing is this was my song for last week and then we were like oh wait no trombley has to sing and mm-hmm. the song does not fit because i didn't kick anybody's ass i just lost <laughs> yeah but why waste the song when yeah, you've already exactly. i was like i wrote this song <laughs> i have to put it in here <laughs> Uh, welcome, Commander Smith. Oh, we are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith, and I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry, we're cousins. So this episode number seventy-eight, and what is this episode about? Uh, Commander Christmas came out. Woo! Yeah, so a ton of new cards, ton of new commanders to be able to talk about. Talked about some of them last week, but a big majority of them came out in this last week. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we like get into, oh no, let's get all our stuff done because I have some it. questions for you oh. after everything's been spoiled now but we also did a video this week well we can talk about that too um when we get to patron stuff why don't you start yeah. us off okay with our so stuff? we're on twitter and we try and do stuff on there like we <laughs> which you know <laughs> like uh, one of the things that larry likes to do is not share with adam Ooh, I, I, I i don't drink beer on it but mm. i yeah that's a I really good drinking before um you were explaining this one yeah you fucking cheers sorry right. cheers so oh lupulin yeah and this so that's a me. that's a mashup with uh what's the other company that it's with uh is it the stoop yeah stoop so stoop so i i bought it's a four pack and there was two of those and two of the one that i didn't share so i'm drinking the one that i didn't share uh that mine's one's quite operation good. co cooperation that, that's what the name of, of mine is as well oh it is they're double ipas uh yours is much better than mine this one so, is pretty delicious mine's with mumford brewing out of California, Mumford yours is out of like brewing. Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, is there another time you would use the word Mumford? No, I don't think so. <laughs> is it kind of like frumpy? Is it like just a made-up word that <laughs> yeah. people? Am I unaware of like are they so, like Stepford Brothers? <laughs> so this is the not sharing with that, not the one that I'm drinking, the one that you're drinking. Correct. And you're saying... actually, I like this one better. Hmm. I don't know why. You want to share with Adam? No. <laughs> Uh, we also do on there um, the proxy of the week. This last week was Mazarek, uh, and that also goes towards uh, patrons can get that for patron rewards and all mm-hmm. that fun. But stuff. you also just get to look at pretty stuff if you uh, for Adam's proxy. A of lot the week. of a lot of gifs too go back and forth. There's some of them, yeah. No, I mean for our stuff, there's just a lot of banter. My responses, you can tell if it's me. Actually, Larry's been doing a lot more lately too. I've is, done four gifs. Yeah, it's like I write a response and then a gif to whoever yeah whatever the uh, the response how it fits the response so no your your gif game is on point so thanks buddy it uh, takes me like a half hour to choose one <laughs> but like, when thanks, you do it- and then i'm like no i don't like any of these things <laughs> what's a different way of saying thanks <laughs> what is a different uh, way um uh, very much appreciated <laughs> 
No, I like those gifts better. <laughs> yeah. It's like a really long sentence above it. And it's like, geez, you like make it yourself. You go on your computer and type it all in. Just like Larry doesn't over get it. In front of a, like a video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. And you can also go on YouTube. We actually, like I said, we have our uh, patron drawing. We will have up shortly within the next week or so of everybody that won packs and stuff. But uh, we're going to send out the cards before that. Yeah. Those will definitely go up before that. But you can go on YouTube. You can check out our podcast there, but this is the, the best free way to su- support the podcast. Yeah. Go on subscribe, there, subscribe, like, like, share. I don't think anybody's liked anything there. No, but there's a lot like. of likes. Are there? Yeah, there's a lot of likes. We get up votes. Oh, here a lot? I mean, <laughs> guess what, what's your definition of a lot? <laughs> I mean, my definition is more than one. <laughs> so you, your definition of a lot is a couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. So <laughs> makes it sound like uh, we're pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the free way to do it. And then you can check out some of our other videos, the battle boxes, uh, yeah. how to make the proxies and all that stuff. Our cousin Jake is currently going through <laughs> yeah. our battle boxes. He's like, comment 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 he's like oh that was an awesome battle i can't believe lowry came back or adam came back and he's so like dude this is like five months old but it's awesome he went through (laughs) like i don't even know what you're talking about anymore (laughs) uh and then uh you can go to our email yeah you're stealing my spot sorry yeah you can any anything and everything you want to contact us through email which is commandersmiths at gmail.com more songs more songs would be appreciated because i'm next week and i don't have one lined up uh oh, well you'll just come up with one that has one word in it, and mm. then you're good. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> and then lastly, our way to support us by giving us monies is to go to Patreon. Uh, and if you're donating five or more, you get um, proxies of the week from each month. This last month, we also did a drawing for battle packs what do we want to call it no that'll be later it's gonna be battle boosters but everybody we just did a video opened up packs and we did a random name from uh, our patrons for each dollar dollar that you dollar entered you in for a pack we did get one patron that donated a dollar and won the pack pack. (laughs) you lucky ducky (laughs) (laughs) and that was the theme of that Lowry started the saying lucky ducky and I just I don't know why I gave him the pity laugh and I kept doing it and then he said it every single time so I think lucky ducky is that should be the name of that the name maybe that should just be what the name of the video is yeah, called that's what I'm saying. lucky duckies lucky, du- lucky ducky pack opening uh, <laughs> I love the uh, yeah it was uh, by the end I was saying lucky ducky so mm-hmm. it's very catchy <clears throat> but uh, out of that those packs we opened did you go to the store and pick up any other packs <laughs> yeah that was <Sorry>. bad <laughs> all right so we randomly had a conversation while we were it was like, like sound checking yeah. and it was a pretty good conversation but that's gonna lead into this next little segment quick that we talk about stores and that's this and then after well no what but after this we're gonna talk about commanders now we're gonna talk about commanders but yeah we'll we'll do the conversation now I went to Gaming Goat out in Woodbury last week, like on Monday. No, it was Sunday. Maybe it was Friday. <laughs> it was Thursday. All the days are blending together. I'm like, holy shit. So but I, I, I really dislike that store. I hate the stores that look up everything when you're like, oh, I'd be interested in this. Oh, really? Yeah, there are a ton of stores that do it. I just don't go back. So then you go to buy it and they don't like have the price on there they're just correct they're just and then they just up. go well i'll just look them up and then you know and like his cards weren't in great condition so i was like i'm not gonna 
pay like TCG near mint yeah. prices when I can just, that that's my whole thing. Like if I'm paying TCG prices, I can just buy from TCG. Exactly. Don't, you don't need to have them right yeah. there. You can wait five I, days yeah. to get all the I'm, cards. I'm for not cheaper. some crazy yeah. nut that's like, Oh, love this guy. I have to have it. <laughs> and then if you don't buy it, you're going to forget it. Like, yeah, it just, so I still spent money there. Like mm. I bought, uh, Disrupt Decorum. I bought two nesting dragons, and then some. How closet. much were the nesting dragons? I bought them for like four something nice. a piece, four and change, four fifty. I think after taxes, mine came out to almost five. So, it's yeah. whatever. It wasn't like a huge. I just I just looked at stuff, and then I was just like, yeah, because I pulled out a like not as many cards as I would have. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I always, whenever I walk into a store and not see anything, like, I have to really be specific and just, like, so everything's TCG or whatever. And they're like, yep. And I was like, you have no bulk foils or bulk rares that I can look through for, like, 50 cents or whatever piece. And they're like, nope. We look up everything. I'm just like, well, see you later. <laughs> well, it's just like, uh, well, I'd like to give a little bit of money just so I don't look super annoying. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that's super annoying. But, anyway. I, yeah, I just... Because, like, after my stack, he's like, I'm sure he was like, because it was, like, almost $90. Because mm-hmm. he's able to, like, put it on a list, and it has all the prices together. And then at the end, it, almost, it like, adds up everything. And then he can just type that into the cash register. register, basically. And so I was like, how do I get rid of some of these? And he's like, oh, you just, you know, swipe whatever and trash it. And I'm, I went from 90 down to 25. <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I'll take these cards. I mean, I'm sure he was like, oh, damn it. But it's was, like, yeah. I don't know the price of every card. Like some of them were just like more than I remembered. Mm-hmm. So like probably by quite a bit. And there are other cards that were interesting where I was like, well, I, I know I don't want to buy it for that price. So rummaging at card stores is completely kind of changed right i mean besides the one store you go to no that used to I be mean, so much still... fun because you go through and find like at little the source yeah you're like oh man this is like a five dollar card or this is yeah. like or potentially could be a, a expensive card but that's that's the whole thing that's really changed i would agree like everybody's like super penny pinching so like they'll go through like the source now goes through every box and pulls anything that's like over seventy five cents, mm-hmm. and I and it just has not been worth my time. Like I go there, I'm just like, this is fucking tedious. Like I'm getting nothing and other than like, like pure, hours. There. Yeah, it's like pure speculation. Like it's nice when I can walk out of there and like go like okay, I spent twenty bucks and I have twenty dollars worth of cards and just a ton of bulk. Mm-hmm. It was like, I got stuff off your hands. I got a bunch of, you know, dollar cards or whatever worth my time. But now it's just like, I got $12 in bulk. I spent two hours here and just wasted my fucking yeah. time. The thing that I look for now, that's more to my advantage, at least so I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. Is like, that's why I asked for bulk rares and bulk foils. Mm-hmm. Cause then like, I'm not, I know it's at least a concentrated area of possibly good. Yeah. But going through like commons and on comms is just not worth my time anymore because people pick out the good cards before they even put it in there now. Yeah. So I just go there. I'm willing to spend a little bit more to get rares and foils mm-hmm. basically because it's not 
absolutely not worth going through comms and uncommons at this point well, i used to be excited to go like i kind of was sad when you know when i had the not when i had the boys but like sad that i wasn't able to go to the source anymore and kind of go through the cards yeah. and stuff but then the last time i was, went to the source it was i was there for an hour and a half i think it was killing time mm-hmm. like between renters or meeting a renter or something like that and i didn't find a damn card in that like i was there yeah. for an hour and a half and i was like this sucks <laughs> like yeah it's so brutal when you waste time yeah so you either need to get there because there's enough people that do it now they either need to get there when it's a fresh <coughs> box or like yeah. a fresh set and just go through the new stuff because half the time like nobody people don't really know what's good or not and so like i think some of the hate cards in this set like core 2020 are going to be okay mm-hmm. and so i kind of like picked out you know some of those some of those and i was just like yeah those those won't be bad or like i just didn't like ditch them you you kept everything easy i was just like i don't want everything yeah everything. well i know that i'll later i'll sort through it and put it in where i want to put it and all that yeah so i just i don't know and that segment was us bitching about uh card stores <laughs> that was a good conversation larry where to go wow you have some intelligent good points there adam i really enjoy talking with you that was let's move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode <laughs> oh man okay uh, so as you guys know the rest of the commander spoilers went out this last week uh each deck had a day basically so they did each theme Were you, is that what you're gonna ask me about no oh yeah what i was gonna ask you about is uh remember before coming into this you were very skeptical about how this was gonna turn out you're like how is this even gonna be good whatever now that everything's been spoiled where do you fit because you know i was more on like hey give it a chance oh they can do it <laughs> i believe in wizards but you were more like ah this is gonna be shit and uh, i can't see it i was i was hopeful that they were gonna do a good job with it um i mean i think the cards look cool that's all i can say do i want to play with a lot of them I think there's a lot of cool commanders in this. Not necessarily but, but the head for, Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Do you want to play with what the style of the deck was? Do you want to play with the morph commander? I do. That's probably one of the more... Even though that's not the one I'm doing for my Pedon yeah. commander, but that's or my spotlight like, commander. Do you want to do flashback or madness or So I will populate? say, because there isn't... Madness is kind of tough. I would like to do that deck because i've never really played with madness you know right. what i'm saying um so i'm excited to play these as they're built and then build their own i think i'm agree with that i am excited to see what they do like straight out of the box mm-hmm. i think they will be pretty fun and not necessarily even playing the the top commander of it either yeah. like switching it around a little bit and that's kind of what we do with these is we each buy we, we buy one of each, and then yeah. we go for basically a well. It's normally guys' weekend. Um, well, we did that last year, and then we just beat them to the ground. I don't know when we're gonna do it this year. Beat them, <clears throat> but real yeah. Good. So I guess let's jump into it. Because so where I, where do you feel? On, where's I, your level? I do then? got a little bit of a question for you on this. Do you like each day for a deck? I think it's pretty cool. And then be done with it in basically four days yeah. for spoilers. I think it's because um, think about it, we're we're still not going to get it for another. Well, it's only you a got a week. Weeks it's away, coming right? out next weekend, I believe. Yeah, twenty second. I, I like them doing the whole decks instead of being like, oh, which. Well, of course you would know which deck it goes with, you know, if it's morph or whatever. But 
I like that they're just focused on a certain deck and you're seeing that whole deck that day. I, I kind of like that style. Or did you like it mixed around? I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you think we're going to catch that? We might have a dog snoring in the background. <laughs> if we do, it's, it's Larry's dog. It's, uh, I'm not going to cut it out. I have an old man dog. <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> I guess to finish it off there, where did you feel then? You felt the same? I'm happy. Happy. I'm, so I'm definitely more... happy with what they've done with this. Okay. Um, so. Okay. So why don't I start off with the first card because this is the one that I... What? I might need it. Oh, you need a little zoomed in? Yeah. There's like a lot of words on these cards. Yeah. So the first card, um, and this is the first one. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to be doing this card as my commander. Then I'm going to build it at some point. First, I'm going to play them as they come out of the box. But it's uh, Atla Panali. Or Pan, wait. Panini? Pa- Palani. Palani? Pilates, <laughs> nest tender. Basically, it's it's the egg commander, but um, yeah. it's one red, green, and white. It's a human shaman. Two, three, tap two, tap it. Create an O one egg creature token with defender. Whenever an egg you control dies, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reach a creature card. Put that card on the battlefield. The rest of the cards go on the bottom in a random order. So there aren't mm-hmm. really that many other eggs uh the one and this is kind of my spec for this week we're not really doing specs but one card that i would highly suggest if you're going to go with this deck you got to pick up nesting dragon which sure. from last year's commander set for uh, sure. you can't get it in foil because it's from a commander set but that one what it does is it, it's a landfall trigger and you get eggs Makes an one egg so and then not only that when you when that dies you get a two two dragon plus whatever you flip over on this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this card seems really sweet like i am Kind of really excited. Excited for it? Kind of really excited. <laughs> Ooh, kind of really. It just, uh, the deck, in my mind, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to use, I know there's the infinite combo of using the, what is it, Thornbite Staff. Sure, that untaps whenever a creature dies. And then, yeah, basically. Ashnod's Alta, yeah, which sacrifices it. the egg, gives you two mana, which would untap Alta, which gives you the two mana to tap it. So that's not one. going in my deck. That seems... That's boring. Yeah. That's so, combo. Come on. I think the way I'm going to go about this deck is more of the populate stuff and okay. not using her untappability. Like, because I could put instill energy, I was thinking, is one thing to have on there. But I think that I might. That's cool. I, I don't know if I'll use not it broken. or not. I think I just might try to use the populate mechanic and then a shit ton of big creatures and not have any. None of my mana dorks, it's all going to be mana rocks so that I don't hit those. Or instants, or probably not instant, but sorceries. Yeah. That go and put lands into play. Yeah. So Makes I think sense to me. that's the way I'm going to go with that one. So, um, big creatures. Do you have, uh, what's, do you know which commander you're going to build? Which general? Which of all of them? Yeah. You're going to build them all. <laughs> I, so I have. Larry P's all over the place. <laughs> I, was, I was spraying like a fire hydrant this week. It was crazy. I was like, I call this one, this one, this one, this one. I've already this made one. two decks. Yeah. <laughs> and I have. I'm, I'm, I'm planning on building one from each box. Mm. So we'll get to Volrath. And we talked about Sylvine, Sylvine last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm building Sylvine. Uh, and I don't know what I'm going to do from Madness or from Populate yet. I'm leaning. I'm actually leaning towards this next one, Chainer, uh, Nightmare Adept. Uh, it's two colorless, black and a red for a three-two. Uh, you can discard a card. You may cast a creature card from your graveyard this turn. Activate this ability only once each turn. 
So that's kind of the first part. So you can discard a card and it doesn't have to be like it could be a madness card or just any old card that you want. But then if there's a creature card in your graveyard, you get to cast a creature card. Now, you can't cast the creature that you're discarding because it's part of the cost, right? Am I no, right? no, no. You've already discarded the card, and then that allows then you. Then it allows you? So you could cast that creature if it was a discarded creature. Okay. So you could do that. The The thing is, is like it's not a general reanimator theme because most of the time you're trying to cheat on mana to bring a big creature into play mm-hmm. this you still have to cast yeah. that creature. so really discarding so, that creature into your graveyard is like it's in your hand anyways. yeah why why are you necessarily yeah. doing that um but you could still have a reanimator theme that allows and then that's allowing you you to get creatures from your uh like hand into the graveyard well i guess the second part to it is whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control if it was ca- didn't come from your hand it gains haste until end of turn yeah so, so that part, that's like, why you could discard it from your hand to give it haste because then you're casting it to go right mm-hmm. away you're i think opening it up to graveyard hate but this way you could be getting are you casting it are you playing? Uh, da, da, da. Whenever a non-token creature enters the oh. battlefield under your control, if you didn't so, cast yeah. it from, I was going to say you're you're not getting around counter spells by discarding it or anything, mm. which could have been kind of cool. But yeah, yeah. Who, so you just plays with counter spells. Getting number two, number two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he flashed it all over Twitter this week. <laughs> flashing his junk. Damn counter spell. Is that what counter spells are? Junk. Junk. So I think this is going to be could be kind of an interesting thing but it's definitely not traditional reanimator mm. if you're trying to cast them from your graveyard so you again you can still have like animate dead reanimate those kind of cards in your deck yeah just to cheat on it but not, it, nice it'll be interesting cheat. i don't i don't know where i'm at at this point so that you're leaning you're not heavily peeing on this one yet you're just so, kind of like yeah getting t- it ready tinkle because <laughs> angie like seems like straight up like combo in my mind mm-hmm. like i can't not do combo at this point so i'm like i don't know if i can do that yeah, and grevin looks to stay awful. away from the combo stuff all right uh the next one i think number two wanted to build this deck actually is sure. uh else elsha of the infinite it is two blue red and white uh as gin monk three three has prowess uh, you may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast the top card of your library if it's a non-creature, non-land card, and may cast it as though it had flash. So you can cast basically like artifacts, things that don't normally... Artifacts, enchantments, yeah, sorceries. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Uh, giving it prowess is meh in my mind. It's just an added bonus, I guess. <clears throat> But just being able to play cards off the top of your library, there there are some of these effects, but they generally are like instants and sorceries yeah so it's kind of cool you can you don't have to yeah. stick to the instant and I, sorcery this angle. feels like it would either go in like a kikar deck or kikar goes in that deck mm-hmm. they both feel pretty decent together uh next one's going to be greven graven predator captain three colorless black and a red for five five with menace uh and then graven predator captain gets plus x plus o where X is the amount of life you've lost this turn. Uh, whenever Greven attacks, you may sacrifice a creature, and if you do, you get to draw cards equal to its power, and you lose life to its toughness? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. No, that sounds awful. That's pretty crazy. Why is that crazy? Kill somebody with commander damage. <laughs> 
Is it? You got to have like a huge ass on that, and then you're drawing cards off of it too. <sighs> you can have a lot of stuff that's dealing yourself damage too to keep pumping him up. Oh, this seems like and one he has of the a little most... bit of evasiveness to him with the menace. A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. So block with two. Just how are you going to kill somebody with commander damage? They block two creatures that can because it, if it pumped the defense of Graven, I'd be much happier. But just blocking two creatures into a X5, that's easy. Just kill it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to build a deck with it. I just said it was interesting. Kill it. I, I, I mean, anything that gets you to draw cards with its ability of attacking is kind of nice. I like that. As a commander, I don't like it. As a in the 99, I might not hate it. Might. All right, next one. Cat Warrior. Uh, we have Marisi. 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 Breaker Mercy. of of the Coil. It is one red, green, white. Like I said, it's a cat warrior. It's a little inside joke with uh, Trombley cat and warrior. Cat Warrior. Uh, your opponents can't cast spells during combat. Whenever a creature you control deals damage to a player, goad each creature that player controls. And he's a 5 4. It's pretty crazy. I like this guy as a commander. Uh, yeah, so I misread that totally. Did you just think it was gold, gold one creature? Yeah. Yeah, it's each creature. So if As long as one, one creature of your gets creature, through, yeah. then it goes all of there. Holy shit. And here's the funny thing. So I'm going to kind of... I, I started listening to Goldfish before when I was driving down here, and they were breaking down the commander, and I was like, I can't listen to them because they're. <laughs> I don't want to have any of the same takes or any of that <laughs> crap. But one of their takes was that they didn't like the goad mechanic, and I was just like, "We really like goad." Like that's, yeah, again, like disrupt decorum seems like awesome in this deck. Yeah, but also that's a powerful card. Like the the thing about goad is like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, they have to attack, but they don't. They have to attack, and it's not attacking you, and it's leaving them open. Like there's a lot of shit. That happens when somebody gets goaded. It sounds really bad. Like it sounds like it's a sexual thing. Oh, dude, you just got goaded when you passed out last night. They were goading you. Just feels like it's something it be, with like a taint. Yes, exactly. What I was saying. Like a chode. Yeah. Like, well, no, chode is bigger around than length. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, chode is you're bigger around than. I've your never length. had to try and figure it out. Nobody's <laughs> ever called me a chode, so I'm just like, what's chode? There was uh, one guy at my high school that oh, it was geez. rumored that oh, he had a chode. I don't want it. So it was like a tuna can is like the best. A tuna can. Yeah, so it's wide and not very tall. And that sounds like a pancake, dick, like just <laughs> yeah. flat and floppy. I don't know about that. Of course, we get into dick talk. Yeah, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Grandma, if you made it this far, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, but this seems really cool. Like, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could go about this. You could go a bunch of little creatures that have flying and just get over and you just deal just one damage to each player and they're having to attack each other. If you're able to do it each turn, once you're able to hit each one of them, they're all tapped out pretty much unless they cast a creature. That could block whatever creature you have getting through. Yeah, so you just keep, if you have enough little guys, I could see you just going that route and having all your opponents kill each other. Um, it seems like a pretty ridiculous card. I think this is a good for sure, good commander. I thought, so like me thinking that you could go to one creature... I was like, that's, that's a good. really powerful yeah. card. But it's now it's crazy. Yeah. And 
because I was already leaning this way with the populate deck. And then Trombley's like, I gotta build that. I might still build it. <laughs> I, I have twenty I'm gonna have fucking twenty decks. Mm-hmm. I don't have to play it around Trombley. Mm-hmm. So keep building. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> I already called them all, so yeah. even this next card. I want this no, I did not call <laughs> this one. Uh Pramicon, Sky Rampart, uh blue, red, white. It's red, one- white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do the jokes here? We're going to do the jokes here. I don't know if we are. Uh, there's a hidden meaning to this card. It's kind of crazy. Five flying defender, like department of defender. No, we're not going that in depth <laughs> with it. But as, the fact that it's Primacon, a wall. Oh, red, white, and blue, legendary wall. And then you have to choose if you're going left or you're going right. Like, that's something, because you pointed out the whole... Uh, oh, politics thing about it, and then I was like, I think you're right. I mean, it even has you choose if you're going left or right. <laughs> like, it's totally a freaking politics card, which is crazy in this day and age right now. Oh, so we won't go goodness. in depth with it, but it's kind of interesting. But yeah, anyways, so, you so have you to choose, choose left, left or right, right, and you can only each attack. player may attack only uh, nearest opponent. opponent at the chosen direction, and Planeswalker is controlled by that. Uh, I did listen to Fast Finance last week, and they talked about there's another card that's out there that does the same thing where you choose left and right. Yeah, if you choose the opposite, then no one can attack. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, they, but it's they a like, bad enchantment. Yeah, but they, they looked it up to make sure that you know each that's one is checking, so then it's making it so you can't attack either way. I'm just glad that somebody can't read really well, because then they'd be wanting flying walls, and that'd be awful. <laughs> that I mean, that costs so much more money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, uh, Raya me, Raya me. That sounds right. Raya, Raya me, Raya me. First of the Fallen, one, black, green, blue. It is a vampire, 5-4. If a a non-token creature would die, exile that card with a blood counter on it. As long as the exiled creature card has basically your flying, first strike, uh, what else we have? Double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, protection, protection, Oh, it's kind of nice that they put that there. Yeah, Reach, Reach trample, trample, and, trample and, vigilance. and vigilance. So everything but... Um, what do you think they stopped? I feel like they could have went like with like two more words, went around the hollow foil at the bottom there. Well, what else could they add? Uh, one thing... What else shroud? could they add? Yeah, yeah. Banding. Shroud, hexproof, banding. That is one. Phasing. I'm just repeating you at this point. <laughs> I think this Rampage. is pretty, in- pretty interesting, but you're built off of a deck that's just going to kill shit. Just so he can gain all of it, but it's mm. well. Wouldn't you be playing with creatures with a ton of like keywords to allow? Yeah, because you're killing your own. Would I... It doesn't have to be your own, does it? Well, no, but you can set it up. Is what I'm saying. Sure, yeah. Then put in a lot of keyword stuff to it. I, I don't really like exiling my graveyard. Right, that's what I was thinking. But too. it is kind of nice to exile their graveyard, like the creatures going into the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of nice. Like it's a. It's a graveyard hate. So it'd be more of a Voltron deck where you're going to build this guy to be commander damage, kill the person because it's sure. and all that stuff. Yeah, because you'd want to, like, 5-4, I'd want to go, like, I mean, you, double strike, trample, flying. Mm, but you're not going to get double strike with black, green, and blue. So you're going to have to go yeah. death touch, what trample, else? flying. What else do we have in there? Like Menace. Um, <clears throat> what else? A green. Hexproof, indestructible. But you, re- you, probably wouldn't get, you probably wouldn't get double strike. I was just reading what is on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is a good idea. Read what's on I, there and then decide I, which I ones. I didn't... Because uh, I, I liked building with Soul Flare, which is from, like, Khan's block. Mm-hmm. 
but that I think is going to be enabled a lot better. Like this, I don't know. It feels like way too random to not be powerful. Maybe, maybe that's the point of the card though, is like, it can be really powerful if you're at a powerful, like play style Mm -hmm. where people are throwing out huge creatures with abilities or if they're like not as good a decks, this doesn't get as good. And so it's kind of toned down a little bit. Yeah. So that could, that could be how this goes a little bit too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of on the boat where you said with the other one is, I don't know if I would want this as my commander necessarily, I guess. I don't know, but I don't know if I'd have it in a deck without it being the commander. I, yeah. You know? So I don't, I don't think I would. I just don't think I'll play with it. <laughs> Good call. Uh, all right. You're on the next one. Uh, Volrath, the shape stealer. This is the one that, I already have a deck for. Uh, two colorless, black, green, blue. Wow, that hasn't even come out yet, Lowry. I have a deck with it. You're such a cheater. You don't own the card. I haven't played a game yet, so <laughs> I'm not officially cheating. Uh, it's a 7-5. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a minus one, minus one counter on top of... or on top <laughs> on up to one target creature. put it underneath the creature yeah, and then they, <laughs> and that's balance, cheating it balances <laughs> you're gonna get a bent card that yeah. way uh you can pay one and then until your next turn volrath the shape stealer becomes a copy of target creature with a counter on it except it's a seven five and has this ability it's pretty crazy uh first off Five mana for a seven five is pretty crazy by that itself. That seems cool. Yeah, but then it's abilities of it, tap one. You can do this multiple times. You can pick another creature in its place, uh, except it's seven five. Yeah, yeah and yeah. has this ability, so you yeah. can keep switching it so around. So you could you could pick one, do like a tap ability. Mm-hmm. If it you know obviously it's been around for a turn or whatever, uh, and then you can tap one. Give it indestructible. Yeah. If somebody's trying to kill it. Well, or say it's X proof. Yeah. You get, one of your creatures has that, and then you just throw the minus yeah. one counter and on if that. You're, you're like, you're able to, like, just give it flying if you want with you, you know, like, you're able to just choose and pick whatever you need, whatever you want. Like, I'm messing around with, uh, like persist, undying. Again, this is probably a Voltron kind of. This is the one that's going to kill the people. Three hits with the seven five. Yeah, the seven five is a key. Like the seven being able to mm-hmm. do three because it it doesn't really change anything until you get to like eleven mm-hmm. and go down to two. So like, it seems like a really really cool powerful. Yeah, this card. seems a lot, like a lot of fun. <clears throat> I like it. So I, I I definitely like the only thing is is like. Putting one minus one minus one counters on like super own. powerful, yeah, because you can do it on theirs. But yeah. like you're having creatures with plus one plus one counters because you don't want to put like minus one minus one counters on yours. I guess that's the tough part is that there isn't a mass way to put. You know, I, I wasn't even thinking about the beginning part. It's yeah, at the beginning of your combat you put the minus one minus mm-hmm. one counter. It isn't like, I mean, you can do minus one. No, it has to be from that. So you can't put. What? No, no, no. Is you can. It's counter any counter. counter. Okay, it is minus one. Where was the blood counter thing? Was that the other card? Oh, I don't remember blood counter. Oh, that was the last card we were okay. reading. <laughs> I was like, wait, that Miami? doesn't work. Yeah, no, it does not. <laughs> but yeah, so then it, you just have a minus one. You're playing a minus one, minus one counter deck a little no, bit. No, no, no. Like mine is plus one, plus one counters. And then I'm just trying to be able to hand out minus one, minus one counters. That's to what the your deck that you built? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it, it's a little bit of a back and forth. But like, so if you're putting one, one counters on your deck. But you also have like mass minus one minus one counters. Sometimes you can like play with persist and 
uh cauldron of souls yeah exactly or um like undying comes back with a plus one plus one counter then you can give everything minus one minus one which takes that off which could give it undying again um so we'll see how it goes you haven't uh messed around with it yet you have it built though i have it built yeah all right, uh, next one is Commander's Insignia. Uh, this is two and two white enchantment. Creatures you control get one plus one for each time you've cast your commander from the command zone this game. Interesting. I mean, that's really all that we have to say about it. There's, that's I all mean, I, I have I would to want say that about in that. A, <laughs> I would want this in a deck with a, like a commander a small that's commander cat. three yeah. or less. So you're looking at Raya as one of them that could be in there because it's um one, the one green. and Yeah, oh, yeah, Reese. Prize. Rise. R-H-Y-S. R-H-Y-S. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would I would maybe consider it in Feather. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I cast it five times. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's like, what, you got him up to, what, 13 uh, Commander something, yeah, something like that? Like that. was stupid. Well, it wouldn't be 13, but... Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either it? 13 or 15. Was it? I was at, yeah. Because it's three plus two, two, two. Yeah, two. yeah. Uh, next one, Doomed Artisan. Uh, two colorless and a white for a 1-1. One, one. Uh, sculptures you control can't attack or block, so they can just suck. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, create a colorless sculptor artifact creature token with this creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of sculptors you control. So it just hit me now. You just needed to kill this guy, and then all your guys can attack. For sure. Yeah, I wasn't. Even, I was like, God, this card like. It just seems like it's working with your artifacts. You get more and more artifacts. Like if you have an artifact deck, but you just build up an army and then at some point have a way to sacrifice this or kill it and then all they they can all attack and they're as big as how many there are yeah i mean this would be a decent populate target Mm -hmm. like is that something that you would want to populate because you know you can't do anything with it until doomed artisan dies like it seems really weird it could I, th- I think it could be interesting. I think Voice of Resurgence is just like better. Mm-hmm. Like straight better. How much Maybe is that not. to come out? Green, white, 2-2. Two, two. Whenever an opponent plays a spell on your turn, you put a a star star for as many creatures as you control. Yeah. And then when if it dies, it gets that token. I think this year you're going to get more tokens. Yeah. I think Voice of Resurgence, you're just going to get a bigger token like it's it works with more things think this has a an aspect to it where beginning when you cast it people are going to come at you because you don't want it to die you know if this is only your only blocker but if this is mid late game and you've had it out for a while i don't think at first it's going to seem very threatening but then they're not going to come at you because they don't want you to kill that and all of a sudden you have Let's say you had six of them out. You have six, six, sixes sitting there. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. That was Mark of the Devil. <laughs> Sorry, seven, seven, sevens. A sure. better. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to cut that last part? <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you can cast this early, and no one's really going to look at it and be like, oh, don't worry. I'm making these, but they can't attack or block. You guys are good. It's not going to seem threatening early on, but you get a little bit later into the game once you've had five or six of them out. At that point, people are going to stop attacking you. Maybe another way to add on to that is like, is there a way to 
Like if you crew with these sculptors, like oh, doesn't say you idea. can't tap them. You just can't attack a block. That's a good idea. I like that. And so, because then your crew costs. Because each time they makes another one, it's, it could be higher and higher. Even though you can't do shit with those tokens until I like that. I like that uh, angle. Of it. Maybe even uh, the other thing I was just thinking about, just like cards that I like, opposition, tap a creature, mm-hmm. tap another creature. So maybe stuff like that. See, and that's originally when I read the card. I thought it was that you're using the tokens for other things, and I didn't realize because I always thought that they couldn't attack or block until I read Forever. until you were reading it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's this card that's making them not attack kinda, or block." Kind of similar to uh, uh, the the warrior token. No, the coward, the survivor, survivors. Yeah, yeah. survivor tokens. from last year. Shit, what is that? I'm a survivor. <laughs> Going back to your song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's the red she, dude that yeah, yeah. makes survivors. I love that card. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet card. Uh, so that, uh, yeah. Maybe we spent too much time on this card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, am I on the next one? Yeah. Mandate of Peace. One and one white instant. Cast a spell only during combat. Your opponents can't cast spells this turn. End the combat phase. So you just make them not attack. And they can't cast spells for those turn. So as long as if they're do like a a normal not normal but a lot of people like will if they do wait until their, their second second main, main phase, phase. Oh, fuck you yeah <laughs> uh, like I saw a lot of people saying just like put this on Isacron Scepter mm. and just be a douche do- <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people come out and uh, you can just get their Kalia deck don't let them attack yeah <laughs> <laughs> boom uh, Kalia. Bad memories uh, right. of last week. <laughs> Song of the World Soul. Four colorless, white, white. It's an enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell, populate. I, this seems pretty sweet. Does it? I mean, the casting cost throws it down a little bit, but I like the whenever you cast a spell, populate. That, that was my problem. If it was, I think five, it would be kind of ideal. Four would be awesome. But I still think For it's sure. usable in Commander. What, uh, so like, <clears throat> what is the, shit. <laughs> What's not populate, but you can add one to everything that Atraxa does. Oh, man. I'm brain farting. Yeah, I know. This is awful. Hi, we do a podcast about magic, and we can't remember a very popular. Um, it's not populate. I, I want to figure it out without looking it up. But you're looking it up. I'm going to click. Thank God. Uh, fuck it. I'm sure there are people just yelling at us. It's proliferate. This, you big dumb Damn it! It's proliferate. Yeah, it yeah. Is if you could choose as many tokens as there yeah. were, yeah. So there's the inexorable tide that proliferates whenever you play a spell. Yeah, that's two blue, three colorless, and that one's that one's good. But there's more that targets. Really that that one's that has more like targets though. This is if you don't. It's a bad card if you don't have any tokens. Mm-hmm. But it's also the same thing if you don't have any tokens on stuff. But there's just more targets that you can do. Like yeah. with having a token in play, there's only like I agree. I, I to be honest with you, I a lot of times get populate. I don't use it in any decks until now. Now I'm gonna ha- use it. Sure. I always 
whenever I see populate, I always think it's every token that you have make another one of those tokens. Which it's not. No, it's, it's just only one. one token. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you got an O one egg, awesome. So they need to come up with a mechanic that's called mega populate, where mega. it just <laughs> it does every token. You can call it overpopulate. There we go. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Damn it! I wish I would have came up with that. That would have been a good one if you did it. But <sighs> since it was me, it's probably bad. Man, yeah. <laughs> bad idea, Lowry. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, Thalia's Geist Caller. Uh, two colorless and a white for a 3-1 lifelink. Uh, whenever you cast a spell uh, from your graveyard, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. Sacrifice uh, a spirit. Thalia's Geist Caller gains indestructible until end of turn. Spirit I, deck. Spirit deck. Do you uh, have spirit? Yes, you do. Should be called Homecoming Thalia's guys. No, that's bad. Uh, so this is going in your caca, whatever. <laughs> Kikar. <laughs> Kikar. Which we're never getting to, by the way, now. Oh, yeah. because we There's were no way we're getting to it. <laughs> is that going to go on that deck? No. No? Maybe. I mean, it works with spirits. Eh. I don't know. I just don't play many creatures in that one. So I don't know if a 3-1 is something that I want to sacrifice spirits to. Oh. Uh. Uh, all right, and then this one next, right? Yeah, for sure. Like um, mass diminish one and one blue sorcery until your next turn. Creatures target player controls has a base power of one one. It, it, power and toughness one one. So they turn in a little one ones, and then it has flashback three and a blue. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a good way to wipe the board if uh, their creatures are huge and you. So can't. there's a. Shoot, I can't quite remember the card, but it's blue, blue, colorless, instant. Turn all target opponents, players, uh, like creatures, one, one frogs. Mm-hmm. Play that, and Niv Mizzet Perun, like you get to just, just start, start pinging, pinging them creatures. off. Same thing with this, only you can do it again. Like that feels really good mm-hmm. in Niv Mizzet Perun. And just like, because this is sorcery though, right? Yeah, sorcery. So it kind of probably lets your guys get through, but they're super weak. I, yeah. I like this card a lot. Probably never play it, but I like it a lot. <laughs> for two, that's a really good drop for two yeah, and potentially playing it again. Damn um, it. I didn't want to land on this one. I don't know how to, I feel it. Okay, Sudden Substitution. Uh, two colorless, blue, blue, instant. It has split second. Ex- exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature. Then the spell's controller uh, may choose new targets for it you didn't want to land on it because this is confusing as shit isn't yeah it? i don't yeah okay. no i read this card and i was like <laughs> i think because of the split second and all that stuff that's happening with it i'm like i don't ever want to play this card <laughs> i'm never gonna play this card okay so, so somebody, let's work this out somebody casts a non-creature spell so let's and say so a, then a brainstorm you, no okay so brainstorm then you cast this. You exchange control of target non-creature spell, so brainstorm, so and how, target creature. Yeah, so you're trying to gain an advantage here. Like, I wouldn't do it. Okay, brainstorm's a bad one, right? What? Let's use a brainstorm. Oh, you get to draw three and then put two But on then top. you're also exchanging. Then, but you're giving them a creature. You can't mm-hmm. just exchange two but get the brainstorm. You have to give them a creature for the spell. Right? This spell... <laughs> Then the spell's controller may choose new targets. Okay, so you can take the... So you give them a creature in exchange for the spell. Let's say Swords of Plowshare. They cast Swords of Plowshare targeting uh, one of your creatures. Then you You kill one of theirs. You cast this to take Swords of Plowshare 
and give them your worst creature and then use swords to plowshare to kill that player's best creature in retaliation or just the best creature on the board which they probably misplayed if there's another creature to kill yeah see this just seems i mean i guess because the split second is nice but this seems yeah they can't counterspell it so you're able to stop somebody's spot removal yeah and then re but you have to sacrifice by giving away one of your creatures one of your creatures and you got to kind of hope that you got a shitty creature to give but that tells me then you're playing shitty creatures which you probably shouldn't be playing Whoa, 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 whoa. Exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature. Does that mean yeah. that you can... It doesn't say you control. But then you don't get to take control of the kill spell. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could you could give somebody else the advantage of that non-creature spell, but you're exchanging control. So if you want to control the spell, you need to give them a creature. Okay. If you want to give... What if you wanted to take a creature? Exchange control of target non-land spell, non-creature spell, and target creature. So couldn't you exchange control by taking somebody's creature? You know, oh, that's an interesting you know what I'm way. Saying? And play, then, play a spell and then cast this on top of it. Give them that spell and take their take awesome their creature. creature. That could be cool. So I don't know. I think that's real. Because it doesn't say target creature you control. It just For says sure. target creature. I was just trying to think of how you could take advantage of the spell mm-hmm. but if you're trying to take advantage of the creature that's a really cool uh, like angle um because what yeah that way you can just be what like if, but the other thing what if it was you still casting the spell i can't well, let's yeah, say yeah. you cast the spell i'm casting brainstorm okay and we have let's say jeremy over here and he has a creature this i'm sure <laughs> and he has a creature that i want can I exchange the control of the spell for the creature, or would you get his creature? I'd get the creature. Ah, uh, okay. So, so the spell, spell the creature, has to come from you. A, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So And whoever the creature came from, they get the spell. Yeah. Okay. I got it. But still, that's really cool to just think of it as a You cast a brainstorm creature. or cast something yeah. that's just like, I don't know. But brainstorm like a cheap, is, easy. Brainstorm isn't bad, like ancestral no, yeah. something. Give your creature... Preordained first strike or something <laughs> just give them a little card draw yeah and then you take their creature right we're reading this all right right yeah and it, it doesn't have wrong. to be an instant or sorcery either it could be a non-creature spell that like doesn't mean like you could cast a late game mana rock and just mm-hmm. give them a mana rock and steal their best creature yeah that seems pretty cool yeah but, so this is confusing yeah <laughs> i think we <laughs> got so it right. funny you did the the same thing because when I read it, I was like, "Well, this isn't a card I'm playing because this seems way too confusing." Because it's gonna be a ten minute conversation every time we fucking play this card. Are you doing that right? <laughs> no, that seems really cool. Uh, all right, the next card I like this card a lot. Thought Sponge. It's three and a blue one one flash. Uh, it enters a battlefield with a number of one one counters on it equal to the greatest number of cards an opponent has drawn this tar this turn. When it dies, draw cards equal to its power equal to the greatest number of cards an opponent yeah so if somebody's i guess the least amount it comes in is one <laughs> and when it dies a, you get to draw a card yeah For unless four. somebody gives it like minus one minus one and just like but i guess how i was thinking of this is you're more playing this in a deck that you're making everybody draw so a nekasar kind of deck you yeah play that's not it, a bad way you play it you draw you get he's bigger at least not flying i'm not as 
keen about this now that I talk about it a little bit more out loud. <laughs> <laughs> when I say these words out loud, I think I'm more good. excited about the next card, the next oh, wall. The wall of stolen identity. Yeah, this card's sweet. Are there any political jokes we want to do about this wall? <laughs> no? All right. Uh, three colorless blue. Uh, you may have wall of stolen identity enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except it's a wall in addition to the other types and has defender. When you do, tap the copied creature, and it doesn't untap during that controller's untap step for the rest of the time you control wall of stolen identities. That's pretty sweet. I, I, tapping down a pretty cool creature and... I mean, you don't get to attack with it, but in Arcades, seems you crazy. Can. Yeah, that's and definitely then, going in there. Do you think it's over 21, or is that why they have a fake ID? Wall of fake ID. Don't move, shake your head. That was good. Move, move on. That was a good, funny laugher. <laughs> uh, is this guy new? Yeah. Okay. So, Archfiend of Spite, five and two black demon, six, six flying. Whenever a source an opponent controls deals damage to Archfiend, that source's controller loses that much life unless they sacrifice that many permanents. It also has madness three and two black. So it's kind of like an added um Phyrexian obliterator. obliterator, yeah. No. It added the the life in instead of having to sacrifice permanents all the time. So interesting i like the madness being five for a six six flying sure the madness part like this goes in a madness deck mm-hmm. legit like auto auto include yeah. there this is probably the best madness card ever made <laughs> which isn't that crazy uh, um yeah i think it's cool all right next card we have a Straight return up. of a My character turn? bone miser four colorless and a black for a four four zombie wizard Whenever you discard a creature or yeah, a creature card, create a two two black zombie creature token. Whenever you discard a land card, add two black mana to your mana pool. Or whenever you discard a non creature, non land card, draw a card. So it's waste not, but going to get for you the bonus yeah. instead of your opponent's. And it's a creature. Yeah. It's a four four. I like waste not better. Yeah, well it's a two drop. It's a lot, and easier. then you can hit more people with it, and you get the bonus of having all that. This is just mm-hmm. you, so it's just you. But, but you, you can, can control, control it, it yeah. a little bit more. Putting yeah. this in like chainer deck, where you're just like, or uh, fucking Angie is ridiculous with this card, I think. Mm. Um, but like playing it fair with like chainer, just discard a card. If it's a creature card, you create a zombie, and then maybe cast that creature. Yeah. So seems pretty cool. Uh, next card, Curse of Fool's Wisdom, four and two black. This is a really high casting cost curse, but enchant player, whenever enchanted player draws a card, they lose two life and you gain two life. It does have madness of three and a black. I lied. This is probably the best madness card. That's okay. One A, one B. That's pretty good. If you're playing this in like a Howling Mind deck where you you want other people, like again, a Nekasar. Nekasar deck would be good. It's quite good. It just you have to have the madness part of it, you know, because the six is kind of a lot for its ability to could, target one player. I could easily put this in like the Zancha deck that I built last year. I just with, with the Nekasar example, I guess with my Nekasar deck, it's almost every card in there is supposed to spread it like it's everybody hit. Mm-hmm. And this just being targeting curse. one person, I, I don't like that. It as could much. be a really nice late game when yeah. you're down to like one or two players yeah. where you need to get rid of just one. one of them. Yeah, I definitely so. agree. Um, but yeah 
Is this? Yeah. Okay. On you. Uh, Gift of Doom. Four colorless and a black aura. Uh, Enchanted creature. I actually can't read this. Uh, Enchanted creature has death touch and indestructible. It has morph, sacrifice another creature. As Gift of Doom is turned faced up, you may attach it to a creature. That's interesting. Is that one is of this the our first? Cards? <laughs> is this our first like enchantment that flips over? I believe so. That's uh, pretty sweet. Or aura? No, no, no. Aura definitely yeah. enchantment. There is one from Khan's block that like comes into play. There's a land that has morph, which is wow. <laughs> uh, isn't this one new? Nope. No. Jeez. How do you know these off the top of your head? I like Ingaruk's Wake that's back. That's pretty sweet. Go ahead. Sweet. Uh, Nightmare Unmaking. Three colorless, black and a black for sorcery. Choose one of them. Exile each creature with power greater than the number of cards in your hand. Or exile each creature with power less than the number of cards in your hand. Pretty sweet. It's good uh, removal. Get rid of a lot of shit. So I know this is really niche, but like one-sided wrath, if you just have... All of your creatures with power like four, and you have four cards in your hand. Just wipe everybody else's the whatever is best, and you don't get rid of any of your creatures. That sounds stupid. I don't know. <laughs> or it's a, a full blown wrath if you have zero cards. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you like, is this something that you're like cheating, like reanimating big creatures into play, and then you cast this to kill all the little creatures? I don't know. You're not being helpful. <laughs> I don't know how to use this. I want to know how to use it's this. good mass removal. But I, I like Is the it? exile. I don't know. I'd rather know for sure what rats. you want to kill. Yeah. I'd, I'd, ha- I'd want it in there for a reason. And if I don't know the reason, it's hard to play it. Uh, was that one? Nope. No. All right. So now we have an ape snake. Thieving amal... Oh, wait. Amalgam. Amalgam? Amalgam. Amalgam? Amalgam? What do you think is the noise of an ape snake? <laughs> ass! How about oh, I said I'll... ass? <laughs> <laughs> ass! <laughs> Probably close. Uh, it's a baboon. <laughs> Five and two black. It is a six I think seven. It is a baboon phase, too. Yeah, it is a baboon right. phase. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, you may manifest the top card of that player's library. Whenever a creature you control but don't own dies, its owner loses to life and you gain to life. It's kind of cool. Uh, I, manifest, why do they always have the little manifest ball in the background? Just to let you know how to manifest. <laughs> like, hey, it's a manifest card. We got the balls of manifest. This is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It, um, why don't they have like morph in the background of every morph card? What the hell does morph look like though? I don't, it's very similar, different shade of blue, like light blue, maybe is gray. It? I don't know. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> they have tokens for it though. This seems interesting. I just wish it wasn't a seven co- casting cost for this fucking thing. But yeah, you're manifesting I mean, the does... top card of everybody else's library, which is yeah, like, pretty sweet. Verdant Force is not good anymore but it used to be good when you got a creature you got a one one sapling at the beginning of every upkeep mm-hmm. this you're getting a two two, two, two that you can potentially flip over and it's still dealing dealing damage mm-hmm. or like if it's dying like it seems sweet yeah moving, moving on, on. <laughs> uh 
Backdraft, Hellkite. Three colorless, red, red, 4-4 four, four flyer, dragon. Whenever Backdraft, Hellkite attacks, each instant, uh, incident sorcery card in your graveyard gains flashback until end of turn. The flashback cost is equal to the mana cost. How's this card $2? <laughs> what, you think it should be a lot more? This card is bonkers. This goes in a ton of decks. Yeah. Not decks I play as much. <laughs> a ton of decks. Yeah, no, it's good with the flashback and everything. Because uh, it doesn't it's even It's a five have to drop be... for that, too, to get out. Yeah, this doesn't have to be like a flashback-oriented deck. You just have a 5-5-4-4 five, five, four, four flying dragon that Eight. when it attacks, like if somebody's like, I'm going to block and kill it, you're like, I'm going to replay removal from my graveyard to have it survive. Mm. And then you're just slowly grinding away. This is straight card advantage in my mind. This card is really good as i said unto you to text i don't know why every picture of dragons is this image very similar yeah, yeah. you thought it was a reprint i did i was like that's a reprint and i was like oh wait no it's just the way they like to draw dragons uh this guy yeah this card's yeah i like it a lot dockside extortionist it is one and one red goblin pirate one two when it enters the battlefield create x treasure tokens where x is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control yeah so that's freaking sweet with all like commander mana rocks yeah pillow fording (laughs) this Uh, this, gets you so much advantage this goes infinite with dead eye navigator super easy like not even Mm. trying yeah just keep it keep flipping it Yeah, it, yeah all it has to do is make three and then you get as many yeah you get as many as you want it's oh that's why it's a 20 dollar card right now yeah supposedly yeah, this is i i mean i think it might go down but this might be the chase card in the set i was gonna say this is the red staple this is our sure. um what was the goblin from last set from uh commander it was treasure Nabber. treasure Nabber. i like that guy still like he's still but this, this card's is better way better <laughs> yeah this card's so just better. we all have to hope this drops down below five bucks because then you just pick up a crap ton of these because <laughs> yeah, now this card is goes crazy. in every red deck uh crazy. all right next card that guy i mean i think we could skip it but <laughs> ignite the future three colorless red for a sorcery Exile the top three cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards. If that spell was cast from a graveyard, you may play cards uh, this way without paying their mana cost. If this spell was... Yeah, if this one. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. Uh, Flashback, seven, and a red. This seems bad. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh... Like so inconsistent. I guess it's it not gives you draw. until the end of your next turn. Uh, for consistency's sake, there is like commune with lava, which is X red red instant, and you can play those cards until the end of your next turn. No, this does say play and not cast, so you can play land. Yeah, I think commune with lava might do that too. Like it just <laughs> like being able to play spells for free is really powerful. So that's where. But paying eight to do it. Yeah. Um, well, if you just, pay eight, then you should be able to cast pretty much anything you flip over. Or that, for sure. <laughs> like, if you just would draw some cards, you'd be able to play spells. Mm. I don't know. I think it's a little a little wonky. Uh, all right. The next one is Skyfire Phoenix. Two and two red. Three, three flying haste. Whenever you cast your commander... Return this from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it's your Phoenix ability. Yeah, but I do like that it's like 
focused on playing your commander. Yeah, I do like that they added able to that have in. It go back. Yeah. So um, that's cool. Tectonic Hellion, five colorless red red for an eight five haste. Whenever a Tectonic Hellion attacks, each player who controls the most lands sacrifices two. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I really like it that it's not like it's targeting yeah. somebody. Like if somebody gets mana screwed and you're like, I'm going to get you out of the game, attack, you're down to one. Yeah. Like it goes for somebody that's way ahead. And you're not going to do it to yourself because it could do it to yourself if you're tied or. The yeah, most that's lane. true. It, it could do that for you. So do you leave that back as in a your blocker? Hand? Or you just keep it in your hand? Although that's no that's boring. <laughs> five haste, but the haste part is awesome because you can do it that turn, you know. So you're it's seven mana for an eight five attacker that can remove two remove land. Two land. Potentially four, six, depends on how many people have their the most land. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these uh, devils new. Yeah. Okay, so we have wildfire devils three and a red, four two devil when it enters the battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep choose a player at random. That player exiles an instant or sorcery card from their graveyard. Copy that card. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. That's interesting because you don't have to attack with it. It's just at the beginning of your upkeep and when it enters. So you get it. The turn it comes in, which is kind of cool, and then your next upkeep, you get to do that. Because I was thinking, <clears throat> I forgot about the random part, but it's like if you could, if you're teaming up on a person, you could yeah. be like, "Hey, let me cast Take that. that." Yeah, that seems sweet. But like with it being random, it's also uh, removes stuff. It removes it from their graveyard. But the part that could kind of suck is you're it. doing random, and if you hit somebody that doesn't have an insert source, you're just like, well, that sucks because you can't. <laughs> That's not good. Um, it's not a okay. staple card, but it's an interesting card. It's okay. Yeah. Is it? So it's not casting it from a graveyard? You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. Okay. So it doesn't really work with Savine, where like it doubles when you're casting, but it's not. It's only your graveyard, not. Yeah. opponents so if you're playing dire fleet daredevil from like the exelon block where you're like casting other people's yeah. instant sorceries you just got to count on them playing a lot of instants and sorceries and that you actually there's general, like you well, said the, the randomness, randomness kind of yeah. sucks because you might not hit that person you know it might be somebody that doesn't have it each time you may hit that person <laughs> it's like well i mean when randomness comes to Magic, it's always the person that benefits you the least. Mm -hmm. That's how random works. Mm -hmm. Or if you're discarding randomly, it's always your best card. Mm. Like, that's how I always look at it. Thusly, never play random. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe gamble if I'm like, yeah, I want cards going in my graveyard. But yeah, this is a stretch for me. Move on to the dinosaur. Apex Altasaur. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Ooh, ooh. Aka, laka, laka, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Aka, laka, ooh, ah. Seven colorless green green. <laughs> it's a 10 10. When Apex Altasaur enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. It has enrage. Whenever Apex Altasaur is dealt damage, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. When you see 10 10, you feel like they should be trampled in there. <laughs> like, and it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Well, this doesn't. I mean, the thing is, it's not a May trigger. So, like, it kills as many creatures as it can until it dies. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, you're going to hit right away. So, if they have more than 10 power, like, 
you need to choose specifically what cards you're trying to kill. Yeah. Um, if you have vigor out, you just won the game. Yeah. So like <laughs> you just you just created like a thirty thirty. So uh, yeah, because I guess the trample doesn't even matter because you're never gonna get. I mean, by yeah. the time you're gonna wipe the board, you're either much. wiping the board or getting rid of all the big creatures mm. that you can, or whatever. It's just it's either going to win you the game or die. When it enters, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. So you don't have to fight the first time it comes in. Sure. Okay. Because it says up to. I want to play a 10-10 for nine. <laughs> straight up. And not up. do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But like, if you don't want it to die, what if it's a death if, touch? If that 10-10 saves me, I, I have to be able to block that one creature. But you have a choice. You, you don't either. have to. We don't always have to fight, Lowry. You got me. You got me. Uh, all right. Next one is full flowering. Uh, this is XX green sorcery populate X times. It's this pretty, seems good. Pretty uh, self-explanatory with yeah. that. Uh, this one I really like. Yeah, this one's sweet. Uh, Oran Frostfang. Three colorless green green. Attacking creatures you control have death touch. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card for a 2-6. That's pretty crazy. For a 5-drop... They're making some, and it's a snow creature. Yeah, I didn't okay, even I realize know. that until you just didn't? now. No? Yeah, how about you read our Twitter? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. What? Actually, I don't know if I mentioned that I was a snow creature. Oh, either, really? But I totally <laughs> saw it. I did not. I just saw it now. They're really ramp, not ramping in, but they're they're, they're dabbling sprinkling. in. Yeah, dab, yeah definitely not better. ramping in. <laughs> ramping in one creature like, just snow, but they hadn't had snow until now. You know, so modern Hori- horizons, they didn't really put snow in commander. They haven't not put, not in commander. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's they're making snakes I, pretty sweet. Agreed. Maybe they're going to give it a little bit of more support. Where's our snake snake commander? <laughs> we do have a snake commander. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Somebody on Twitter told us, and I oh, totally forgot. I it's from it. uh, Azuri, the Azuri deck with like uh, so it's. Green from blue? years ago, yeah, it's green blue. You can pay a green blue and give a creature unblockable. If it's snake, it gets plus two plus two. Katsune? Uh, Question mark? I'm oh, sure. it, is it Katsuni? What, what block is it from? It's from the Azuri. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's not from the Kamigawa the stuff. No. Oh, okay. Because that's when they had like the snake ninja or yeah. whatever those things were. Those aren't They're real just snakes. snakes. Those are like people snakes. Not gonna lie, I don't know. <laughs> I got you. They almost look like Nagas. Yeah, they should have been the same thing. Yeah. Nagas should have been like snake demon priests. All right. Road of Return. Two green sorcery. Choose one. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Put your commander into your hand from your command zone, or you can pay two to entwine. Which is play both of them, which is a weird like way of doing it. It's like you only get to choose one, but if you want to pay two more, you get to choose both. Yeah. But uh, this card's really good. Yeah, it's definitely good. Especially late game when your commander's died a lot. Put it to your hand and then... Yeah. And just being able to return a permanent card from your graveyard. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not as good as regrowth, but it's pretty good. Oh, because it's permanent and not just picking any card. Yeah, Yeah. and it's green-green. But it's... That added bonus is solid. Yeah, for sure. Um, This guy? Yeah. Do I got to read this? It's you. I don't even know what it is. Uh, Selesnia Eulogist. uh, Two colorless green for a 3-3. You can pay two colorless and a green exile target creature card from a graveyard, then populate. That's not too bad. I mean, you can do it multiple times. True that. And it doesn't have to be your graveyard, which is kind of nice. 
And you get to populate. Yep. Oh, do I get to do it? Yes. Yeah, All right. Aeon Engine. This is probably one of my in- most interesting cards out of the set. I was about to say favorite, but it's probably the most interesting card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a five-drop artifact. It enters the battlefield tap. You can tap and exile it. Reverse the game's turn order, which is going to confuse the shit out of so many people. But you mentioned something on Twitter. I had mentioned something, too, about, like, you can do this almost as an extra turn type of thing where mm-hmm. you say go and then you tap and exile it after your turn's done and it comes back to you after that person plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had mentioned if there's somebody that's really powerful. Like an arch enemy at the table, you can give everybody yeah. that extra turn. It's not just you. Yeah. Everybody. Well, not everybody. It but just depends on your you order. Player, you yeah. know, if the the next person is that person, then it doesn't work. But there, there's some interesting things you could do with this and I could see... I can see this going in quite a few decks because it just, but then the part's going to be, it's like going backwards. You know, you're always used to going clockwise. You're going to have to hope that somebody else is playing Aeon Engine. Yeah. And reverse it. it. Reverse, reverse. There was a, so the people that previewed this, I, I I might try and sit down and find the video because it was really cool where they, there was three of them playing magic. I don't remember who did it, uh, but Jason Alt, yeah, like said, I can't stop watching it. So they're playing Magic, and two of the guys are just like playing Uno. <laughs> they're like, "We're gonna reverse." It's like, <laughs> "We're playing Magic, guys." It's like, "Oh, sorry, we're gonna do Aeon Engine." What the hell is that? <laughs> and then they like preview the card, and they're like, just two of the guys are playing Uno. That's so funny. It, it was really see that. It was a cool one. So I'll I'll try and find that and link it. It so, seems interesting. Yeah. Uh, you don't sound excited for it. I think it's just gonna fuck things up. <laughs> a bit. It's gonna be weird playing with it. Like you might need a reminder token. Like, oh, which way is the gameplay? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You got ideas, Larry. I'm, a, I'm an idea guy. Uh, empowered auto generator. Uh, four colorless for an artifact. And uh, uh, battlefield top, tapped. Uh, and then you can tap it, put a charge counter on Empowered Agitator at X mana of any one other color, not other, <laughs> where X is the number of charge counters on Engineered uh, Auto Generator. Uh, this is pretty sweet. Is it? Well, it's really expensive. Four. Yeah, the first turn sucks. It comes in. Uh, your next turn, you're getting one. Your next turn, you're getting two. Your next turn, you're getting three. Every time you're doing it. You're getting more and more mana each time. And you don't have to tap mana to do it. You're just tapping it to gain sure. it. Sure. But, like, okay, so let's say you just went with another four-mana artifact in Thren Dynamo mm-hmm. that can tap right gives away and gives you three colors. Three, that's right. And so over, let's say when you get to three, that's turn four with this being into play, and you get three, two, one, so you've generated six mana, to whereas Thran Dynamo could potentially generate 12 for you in that time span. Now, if you're like proliferating, maybe that's better. But, but I feel like this I would is super say slow. It's I was about to say it's late game really good. Sure. If you're getting out turn four. I guess if you're getting it out on that turn four, it's really good. I mean if you get it late game, then it's not so good. Yeah. I, I just it's <sighs> And the fact that it's any color with that too. Oh, is it? Yeah. I know I read it, but well, it's any one color, so it's any not it's color? not a mix okay, of the okay. colors. So maybe it's a little bit better to do like if you're in a 
three color deck, two to three color deck. Yeah. One more. Okay. The 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 any one color makes it a bit better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I'm gonna play with it. I'll admit that. Uh, I will definitely go on a flavor deck, like you said, if it's uh proliferate yeah. or being able to untap artifacts to be able to try and get like an unwinding clock and, mm-hmm. and maybe Voltaic key or the new key. Or maybe that's starting to work. Oh, a is it Seaborn Muse? Seaborn Muse could help there. Yeah. yeah. So potential. Yeah. I like Are it. Are people saying it's broken? It looks like it's $5 card that, which is more than most of the new ones. Not more than that one. That's 20. Yeah, sure. That card's crazy <laughs> though. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'm next. Uh, Idol of Oblivion. It is two for an artifact. You can tap it, draw a card, activate this ability only if you create a token this turn. You can tap eight, sacrifice it, uh, and create a 10-10 colorless Eldrazi creature token. That part's interesting. I would have thought it would have been a Colossus, but yeah, because that's I, what I, the picture looks like. I feel like that would have been a lot cooler if it was like a throwback to like Colossus of, of Sardia. Mm-hmm. Like this one, I don't, I don't fault them because the uh, Eldrazi were like worshipped as gods before they came out from Zendikar. Yeah. Um, but I think this is really cool in a token deck. I think this, for a two drop draw token. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Actually. So if you have anything like I just in any heavy token deck, I think this just goes in there. It's going to my eggs deck for sure. For sure. Uh, do we have key to the city? Yeah, that's a bad card. <laughs> I don't recognize it. Um, I think I think we got to talk about that one. Okay, I don't think we did. No, we did talk about that one. Uh, Scroll of the Fate. That's you. Okay. <laughs> All right, you move the arrow back over. Uh, okay, Scroll of Fate. Three colorless artifact. Tap, manifest a card from your hand. I think it's actually pretty good. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's really good? Because you can get rid of shit, like, if it's late game with it, you can throw your land down as a 2-2 if you want. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad play. Uh, otherwise, you can put your creatures down. I, I, I like the manifest idea of it. I just wish there was a little bit more draw to it, but I think late game, this could be really good, too. So, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but I think it actually has a little bit of play and, like, legacy. But also, like, you could center a deck around it. So um, you could cheat in Phyrexian uh, Devour. Shit. It's one mana, 12-12 Trample when it comes oh, into yeah, play. Yeah. You got to, like, stifle the effect or whatever. Yeah. This would cheat that into play, pay one, flip, flip it. Flip it over. And it's 12-12, didn't do anything. But you can also do that with the Hunted Creatures from uh, Ravnica, mm-hmm. where you can, like, just flip in hunted horror or hunted phantasm or the troll and then just pay like two three or four and flip them and not give creatures out that's the ones that give benefits to the other players yeah so like like when hunted troll comes into play it's an eight four with regenerate but you got to give an opponent four one one flying fair same with the uh the blue one that gives like five one one goblins and hunted horror does three or two three threes with protection from green i want to say dragon gives out three two two first strikes knights but yeah so you could just flip it and you get around that negative effect and you're still able to get like a a, a decent creature at a, a decent effect yeah so, it seems like it could be very interesting actually so like if you put it into a deck where you're trying to negate 
ETB effects, mm-hmm. like this would just work in there as well. Maybe. <laughs> uh, did we talk? Yeah, we did that, didn't we? No, that's not a new card. It isn't? No. That is, though. The guy right here? Yeah. Grismold the Dread Sour. One black and green trample 3-3 three, three. at the beginning of your up. Uh, a beginning of your end step, each player creates a 1-1 green plant creature token. Whenever a creature token dies, put a 1-1 counter on this guy. Each I think people are really happy about it. It's a troll shaman. You know, we needed yeah. those troll... It's a little jewel on its belly button. Yeah. <laughs> That's a treasure troll. Oh. Get it right, Lowry. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. <laughs> no, I've seen... Uh, there's Engineered Plague that when it comes into play, you can give a, a creature type minus one, minus one. So Engineered Plague, Enchantment comes into play, Nave Plant, just kill everybody's plants, give a ton of tokens on a Grismold. Uh, you could also do just like effects that give all creatures minus one, minus one. To there's the Engineered yeah. Plague Engineer, maybe, from uh, Modern Horizons. Oh, yeah. That that's the same effect tree, as Creature type and then, yeah. Uh, there are a couple of black enchantments that give like creature tokens minus one, minus one, or minus two, minus two. Like all those cards would work well with this guy. And he has trample, which he's is he's a nice. legendary creature, by yeah. the way. So you're that's your commander. I mean, that's what you build it around. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Tangarth, first mate, two colorless, red and a green, five five legendary creature. I uh, can't be blocked by more than one creature, and I'm going to summarize this. If he is tapped and an opponent attacks, you can give Tangarth over to that player attacking, and they can choose to attack an opponent or a planeswalker they are already attacking. So as long as they're not attacking you. <laughs> For sure. Because <laughs> that wouldn't be smart. I think you also don't want to... Uh, I, you don't want them to have, like, sacrifice outlets yeah. to just get rid of it. <laughs> See ya! <laughs> Seems pretty rough. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm not excited about that one as much, but I think people could do yeah. interesting Especially things. Especially not with, like, people would be like, why are you giving me stuff? I'm going to kill as fast as possible. And yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, next one is Cliffside Rescuer. One and one white. Uh, Vigilance 2-2. Two, two. Tap it. Sacrifice it. Target permanent you control gains protection from each of your opponents until end of turn. So does that turn it? That's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Is it really good? No, because you have to sacrifice it. So you're getting rid of it. And yeah. they can see it. They know that it's happening. It's like true name nemesis for yeah. one turn. I like prefer your... Mother of Ruins compared to this, you know, where you're tapping. To the get... thing, though, is this is any permanent you control. Yeah. Mother of Ruins is Just a creature, creature and from a color, not necessarily an opponent it's a one-time use though yeah and you can't do it that turn you come in so they see it come in and then you're kind of yeah. like i would agree with that they're gonna kill whatever they want to kill before you get around to untapping that guy kill him, kill him! uh Let's is there anything else i think we kind of went through mo- oh no this one right here yeah uh meyer in misery as a colorless and a black sorcery each opponent sacrifices a creature or enchantment. So a lot of people are going crazy about this because this is Black's only way to interact with enchantments, pretty much. 
Um, but they get to choose between a creature and an enchantment. Yeah, so if they so. have a creature or enchantment, so like they can choose the best of both worlds, but it's literally the only way black can deal with <laughs> enchantments. So I think you just go, yeah, that's good. Uh, then we have Hate Mirage, three and a red. Choose up to two target creatures you don't control for each of those creature creatures. Create a token that's a copy of that creature. Those creatures gain haste. Exile them at the beginning of the next end step. So you can pick some big freaking creatures to make copies of, depending on what your opponents have. Because it is only your opponent, so yeah, just get you can't that choose your thing. The picture's <laughs> kind of funny, like where there's like the mirage in the background of the two that are in the foreground. Yeah, and they're like, oh fuck, what are those guys? I think that, that might be it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for all our stuff. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, these two. Okay, wait. Sure. Let me make sure. Is there anything? Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, so our last two. Uh, Voice of Many, which is two colorless, a green, and a green for a 3-3. When Voice of Many enters the battlefield, draw a card for each opponent who controls fewer creatures than you. Seems kind of cool. Voice of Many is on flavor text. I can't place it right now. I feel like it's in Ravnica. Is that weird? No idea. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard Voice of Many somewhere, but I can't uh, can't place it currently. The last one is Bloodthirsty Blade. We got gold. It's two for an equipment. Equipped creature gets two plus zero and is goaded. <laughs> that creature got uh-huh. goaded. <laughs> Tap one, attach it to target creature and opponent controls. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. So you're putting this on somebody else's creature to make them attack everybody else but you that's pretty sweet i like it yeah yeah i think it's really cool oh it's everybody but you well that's what goading does it attacks each combat if able and attacks a player other than you if able so if you're 1v1 then you're kind of screwed (laughs) (coughs) oh and is goaded okay okay yeah yeah that seems sweet yeah, for sure. Being able to attach for one too. This is for. I feel, I feel like this would work really well in my Zancha deck. Just not putting it on Zancha. <laughs> Put it on that's like, else. Yeah. yeah, and then just making other people attack. I think this seems fun in a lot of decks. You know, like it's just you put it on the biggest creature that's out there, the biggest threat, and they are no longer a threat to you unless yeah. it's one v one. What are those enchantment or the auras that you place, and they can't attack you, but they get that bonus? Mm. Like, Plus three, plus three, and trample. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Sorry for touching you there. <laughs> hey, buddy. buddy. Hey there, buddy. Uh, vow. The vows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vows, vow of duty. Vow of vigor, like vow of whatever. Yeah, that yeah, would be, be So the should, same thing. should those auras be changed to, like, goad this creature? Plus three? No. No, it would be because they, yeah. those can't even, even if you're 1v1, they can't yeah. attack you. That's I think that's definitely the downfall of Goat is like... Once you get to 1v1. Then it's like, oh, they got a... I gave them a bonus. But by the time you're down to 1v1, you, you kind of have a plan of what you're doing then at that... Oh, you know, you? Like, Normally it's a shit show for me. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So that is it for our commander preview stuff. This set seemed... We're at an hour and 20. That's not bad. 
Um, but we also got that yeah, the really added. great talk that we, uh, <laughs> sorry, <had>. an hour 30. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This seems, uh, I, every year I'm excited when they come out with the new stuff, even if the value doesn't hold on some sets. Um, like I think they did a good job with the reprints. You yeah. know, just like, I think they have some solid, like one really solid card in each box and then just like solid glad we got lightning greaves with some cool art new art they if they had like promo art they used it yeah faithless looting has like promo art um sakura tri builder so i think there's some really cool cards some really good staples that people would want or need if they don't have a lot of it so i i think this is a feels like a much better product than last year and then we got the cycling lands which was kind of cool too the cycling dual lands because it has the isn't that what it is is it the Mm cycle no it's the buddy lands uh these guys oh yeah 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 so some of the yeah we got some pain lands is that what they got the zendikar lands Uh, yeah yeah so they like you have a maya coast where you can pay get a green or blue and it deals a damage to you then cinder glade that uh Whenever, if it comes into play tapped, unless you control two or more basic lands. But the cool thing is it's a mountain forest, so this is searchable with your fetches and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, this seems this seems really good. Like, I, I really like the Zendikar Battlelands. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think they're solid. All right, well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, you guys can check us on Twitter. At Commander Smiths. And YouTube. At Commander Smiths. Email. At Commander Smiths. And Patreon. At Commander Smiths. Uh, until next week. What are we doing next week? Do we know what we're doing next week? Can I do my Kakara spotlight? <laughs> At some oh, point. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you can, Lowry. No. I'll, that's probably <laughs> what I'm going to Kakar! Kakar! You know what's funny? We do that deck. noise, and what it, the backstory of that is... I think everybody does that, right? Kakar! Well, do you remember what it was when we we went rafting down the Grand Canyon sure. two summers ago, and the girls when they because you couldn't there wasn't there was a toilet but then what they would do is oh. we would stop at certain spots and the girls would have to go pee and so they go over off to the around a corner and to warn that they were coming that was the the sound they made so and now that that noise is just a tribute to girls peeing I Ka-ka! don't have Ka-ka! that. Attribution of that. So my wife, my stepmom, yeah, no, my yeah. uh, uh, Katie, my I'm a man. I just peed everywhere. Yeah. Like it didn't well, matter. Yeah. No, that's I don't think that's legal. You got to pee in the river. <laughs> Did we have to pee in the river? Yeah, yeah. You can't. It like oh yeah, because it so crystallizes yeah, or whatever. It crystallizes, it was, so it just it's so hot. Like, it'd be like salt pee all over the place. <laughs> so you got to go in the river, let that wash downstream. Yeah. And welcome to National Geographic Commander <laughs> Smith's edition. Kakar, <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, we will see you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. See you. Bye.